Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. So cassette tapes, you remember? Yeah. And then, like, if you wanted to copy over one, like that was an existing tape, you could just put paper in the little top hole. Oh yeah. And then you could copy over it. Or break the tabs. Yeah. Well, right. the tabs. So the tabs had to be there to copy over it. If the tabs were missing, then you couldn't copy. Oh, over it. okay. So like that's why like so if you had like your mom's like very Manilow tape, but you wanted to record stuff off the radio, you put a little paper in the top tabs. Or in the top of the holes, and it would uh-huh. make it seem like the tabs were still there. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to go back and get some... Uh... <clears throat> oh, why are you recording this? Because it's interesting. To who? Everyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> okay, welcome us in. Yeah, welcome everybody back to another Cold Storage podcast brought to you by... <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> brought to you by... Um, yeah, what, are we, what are you guys drinking to right now? Maker's Mark whiskey, Kentucky straight bourbon. Yep. Ooh, We're straight see, here, good, huh? Straight. Yep. And sometimes straight. not so straight, <laughs> which is quite all right. Um, so, um, <laughs> thanks, Kelly. Thanks so, for giving all the people out there permission to be straight or yeah, not be straight. Yes. They're quite welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this got off to a bad for already. Oh boy! Um, so I'm sure people really miss this. I'm sure they do. <laughs> it's been a long time, fellas. Um, a lot of problems. And why is that, my, Kelly? Why, yeah, why have I mean, we not just recorded? Those schedules, all of our schedules, oh, we just gosh. can't get them yeah. online, right? Oh. It's just hard when everybody's so busy. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's time for you to have a confessional to the people. It's it's me. Um, <laughs> I'm, All right, let's not get into details. Okay, we won't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, um, hopefully we can just start doing this more consistently now. Hopefully. Oh yeah, what's yeah. changed? Do you got more time on your hands? I got more time on my hands. <laughs> oh, do you? Yep. Oh, that's cool. That's what I nicknamed my penis. Because back when you had zero time on your hands and you were commuting three hours a day, we were able to record more than we are now. So that's I know. Good but, point. Yes. <laughs> just well, I can see the hatred all the way across the room right there. Well, I mean, our faces are like one foot away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so something that's recently happened to us, um, more like probably Spencer and Ryan and Why? <laughs> I'm dark side <laughs> this is uh, his eyes glow dude you yeah, see that put them up to the light and they this they glow. is superpowers dark side wow yeah his legs look wonkers is, dude so big why has he got a uh his hip is stank, well, stank leg i think uh he has a broken hip because he's so old oh. <laughs> he that's a he really cool effect though with the eyes oh, the light shines yeah, through the top of his cool. head 
Yep. That's cool. Omega Gosh, beams. Dang, man. And Dark Side will join us for a rearing. Uh oh, He Man's coming in for the. He <laughs> 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 almost is as big as He Man, dude. So, yeah, um, so what were you going to say happened to us? Um, the Master of the Universe craze that's kind of taken the world by storm. That was supposed <laughs> to be next episode. <laughs> yeah, because we could, doing it this we episode. could talk about that forever, you fool. <laughs> okay, stay tuned next next uh, week when we get together. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So, but something else has happened to us. <laughs> Callie bought all the superpowers. I I bought a, a lot of bunch, them. Yeah. yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah. So, um, how come I, you don't have Callie back yet? Um, the cowboy figure is pretty cool. He's, yeah, he is cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You've got a, a Steppenwolf yet. Steppenwolf is actually the next on my list. Mm-hmm. I have a Green Arrow, Firestorm, and Steppenwolf for the next three I want. Is it movie accurate to the <laughs> Snyder Cut? <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I think Snyder took the superpowers version and turned it into the movie. Yeah, it's like identical. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that Green Arrow... With the bow is so hard to find, oh, man. It's, oh, it's, and it's, I used to have that when I was a kid too. It drives me berserk. I don't have that anymore. It's because he had a he had a spare arrow okay. that he could take out of his quiver, mm-hmm. and then he had the had the bow. You know, squeeze his legs and his arm shoots up, and oh god, it was so cool. And it just makes me so mm. sad that I don't have that anymore. And, and to find him with the with a bow is. It's, it's so super hard. Oh dude. yeah, it's astronomically yeah costly. Drives me nuts. That's, 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 dang man, dude. dude, check out your words. Yeah, in the time <laughs> off, I've pushing uh... <laughs> <laughs> up all words. Yeah, I've oh, been reading nice. the dictionary each night. Yeah. Well, he ain't been reading comics, but he's been he's reading <laughs> yeah. the dictionary. That's wow, pretty. yeah. Uh, well, kind of. I've been reading that Kirby book that's behind you, Ryan. That oh. one on the ma- the magazine. The yes. uh, New and Old Gods, um, that is Tomorrow's hefty, Publication. Hefty tome. Ah, oh, Tomorrow's God bless them. I yeah. just, oh, man, those those uh, pinups are beautiful. Tell us about the book other than that. Okay, yeah. yeah so, so okay, yeah. pinups. We know so, that. So the pinups have um, a bunch of the old and new gods, um, kind of like some ideas that Kirby had for some of the Asgardians as well as uh, the new gods. And then it goes into um, where Kirby got a bunch of ideas uh, to create the new gods, the forever people, kind of like uh, where the powers uh, kind of come from. Like, for instance, like I had no idea, but the wings on the side of Captain America's mask are from Hermes because he did a, a Hermes comic in the Golden Age and transferred the the wings from his helmet to the wings of Captain America's mask to hmm. represent um, like a godlike. So why does Thor have them then? Um, I think it's for a similar reason. I, I don't know exactly. I didn't. Mm, I didn't, didn't ask. read anything specifically <laughs> or ask. Yeah, um, but uh, Kirby actually did two different versions of Thor before the Thor that we know of now in Marvel. Yeah. Um, he did. There was one, one in DC. Correct? There was one in DC, and right. there was another one for Marvel. But it was when they were doing like the monster books. Mm-hmm. Um, so he. Oh, that's right. So yeah. he did two different Thors, and then Stan Lee and him came up with the one that we know now. Oh, I like how you put that, dude. Yeah, Way to you. give some props to Stan, yeah. man. Stan, Stan is um, a bit of. He also did a Hulk yeah. as well before uh, the Incredible Hulk. The, in one of the monster books, there was a monster called the Hulk. Uh, that oh, did. that's I, awesome! I don't that. think I knew that one. Yeah, it was hmm. furry. He was furry. He was a hairy Hulk. Oh, oh really? Huh? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't have really anything to do with the whole clay as it turned out. It's right. just the name is the same. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, Groot, right? Like, I know that they recycled a lot of those yeah. old monster yeah. names. And, yeah. Well, Groot is supposed to still be the same character, basically, right? Oh, like, okay. Thor isn't supposed to be the same Thor. Now, Hulk isn't supposed to be the same Hulk. For sure. But uh, yeah, the Groot is supposed to be the same Groot, even though he was a bad guy. Somebody turned into a good guy somewhere along the line. I don't know who, if it, if it, who or when that. Probably in the 80s. I'm going to say. Denny O'Neill did it. Yeah. Roy Thomas, a, probably. Probably. Together. When he met Ron Wayne, they, one of those guys did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that book is called Old Gods and New. Correct. And put, yeah. put out by Tomorrow's Publishing. Oh, I love Tomorrow's Publishing. Tell us a little bit about what you've gotten, Ryan, from Tomorrow's. Well, I've, I've got now, gosh, I don't know. I'd have to look, but... Uh, not that many, but I've 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 got like five or six uh, alter egos and probably about five or six back issues. Their mm-hmm. other magazine, and you know, um, I've well, I've realized um, I love all of them. Of course, I just buy the issues that I'm most attracted to about the subject matter or whatever. But um, I think overall, I think I prefer back issue mm-hmm. to alter ego. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure why. Maybe it's just the just the ones you've got. Probably. Yeah, just the subjects that I'm yeah. more attracted to in the back issue or whatever. Um, but I mean, I, I, gosh, I, I, I just wish I could buy almost everything. That, not that TV retro fan bullshit or the Lego <laughs> bullshit, but but um, all the like uh, every issue of alter ego and back issue and they and they have these spotlights the kirby collector they just do these wonderful oh man i just wish i could buy them all they're so much fun to read i just learned so much my wallet screams every time i get a new one (laughs) because i'm on ebay just Mm -hmm. looking up all this crazy awesome stuff that i didn't know existed before and um oh gosh they got those companion books too which that when you've got a a companion book yeah oh, cr- yeah, but right. yeah they got like the warren companion and like mm. the oh see that's why i wish i could have gotten like the swamp monster com- do they have like uh-huh. the, something like that yeah the swamp monster one i yeah. wish i could have got that too yeah dude that uh the swamp monster one because i was actually looking at a, book. a good frank cho cover is a frank mm. cho cover uh-huh. okay um i didn't realize how many swamp monsters there really are Oh, there's tons. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, Man-Thing, Swamp-Thing, obviously. The, the Glob, the Heap is a big one. And, uh, what's um, that uh, What's that one that Stranko did a cover for it? Like, it said It on the cover, and it's, like, coming out of these, like, children on the dock? Yeah, no, that was, um, uh, I can't remember. I don't mean to put you on, on. And I can't remember the name of the series either. I think it was Supernatural Thrillers or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a great, great cover, and I, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of the monster though. But yeah, yeah there's but there's so there's so many. Um, the the heap was was a big one. Is that the one that was in the Airboy comics? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember where that Damn started. It, it, it did that start up. in like some sort of like uh, anthology book, but um, yeah, but that's that's where most of them. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're just laughing at He-Man uh, having sex with Thanos right now. <laughs> Not Thanos. Thanos. Oh no! Oh, oh shit! No, his I'm... butthole. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's Dark Side. Oh, oh, he was yeah. joking. Gosh, he was just joking, you guys. Sorry, comics yeah, fans. He knew yeah, that. I was, I was just. Uh, he was thinking about that one time Darkseid had the, the Infinity Gauntlet on. <laughs> well, actually, Darkseid does have the the Killing Glove, which is very like 
there could be a parallel drawn to the, oh, the, yeah, the gauntlet. Well, yeah, no, there's lots of parallels yeah, between yes. those two guys. Yes, there is. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to besmirch uh, Jim Starlin. So let's let's just <laughs> let's just move on. That's okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, Jim if you Starlin. brought something to it, it's okay, right? Yeah. So oh yeah. They, you can copy stuff as long as you bring something yeah, to it. They've definitely turned into their own things. So oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, speaking of copying stuff, the uh, the book we're about to review tonight copied a fair few of things from other well-known things. It did. Yes. Right? And the oh, the indeed. book that uh, Spencer is speaking of is Invincible. Um, now, some of you may know of it uh, through the Amazon animated series, um, which we might throw a little bit of information in there too. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. Well, more opinions than information, probably. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, opinions. Information's like assholes. Everybody has one. That's right. Well, we'd have to look up information. Oh, yeah. As he meant, <laughs> eats. Well, I look up assholes. Dark sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, Invincible, brought to you by Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. Uh, later. And, and Image Comics. Uh, Ryan Otley. And. And Bill Crabtree. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Bill Crabtree. And Eric Larson, apparently, on a couple of pages. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. As we delve into this, uh, we will talk about that. So, Invincible, like Callie said, you all know it, and if you've seen it come up on Amazon, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> you've seen it, they try to throw it down, you shove it down your throats, and you're just not watching it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a superhero comic that uh, came out from Image starting in the early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, and the, during the time before that, Image Comics hadn't done very many superhero comics comics right like they were founded on superhero comics and then they right. went away from it and then robert kirkman who grew up reading that stuff when he got a chance to work for image was like dude i'm gonna do a superhero comic right yep so he creates uh invincible with um cory walker mm -hmm. and um basically for those of you that don't know um it is about a youth who um is discovering powers. Um, there's a lot of archetypes of different characters in this book. Oh yes, uh, to represent uh, whether it's Justice League or you know uh, Spider-Man villains and things like that. So uh, it takes a lot of flavors from different places and puts them all into the same. A lot world. of homages, correct? For sure. Yes. Homage Studios was Jim Lee. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. So. Uh, he's basically like he, like he reminds me a lot of Spider-Man at the first, right? Right, like, absolutely. Because he's just uh, finding out about his powers and he tests them out, just like you see in all the Spider-Man movies and stuff. And uh, and then a little bit. But of, he's the son like, of Superman, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he, uh, I get some like early Superman vibes from him too, like well, like Smallville era Superman too, where he's just also like going to school and learning his powers. Mm -hmm. But that's also that's also Spider-Man, and he's dealing with bullies and things of that nature as well, right? Yep, yes, exactly. Correct. It's it's kind of like set up, like you said, just like Peter Parker dealing with yeah. all that stuff. But his dad's so. Superman, and he's known as Dad of Superman from mm -hmm. the time he was a young kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, Omni Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His name was originally supposed to be Supra Man, is what I found out is that in right? the back really? of this oh. trade. Yeah, Supra oh, Man. Wow. And and Invincible's name was originally going to be uh, Bulletproof. 
Yes, bulletproof. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so they changed it from Superman <laughs> because uh, they didn't want DC to sue him. Yeah, right? It's so, a little, yeah. little close. <laughs> close. If yeah. you say it fast, it's just, it's just <laughs> Superman. Superman. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I remember picking this up. This is right around the time when I was getting back into comics after being out of it. And um, I was, uh, yeah, I'd heard good things about it. And I was really attracted to the art. I thought mm. Cory Walker's art was really, really cool. It's not like anything I'd really seen previous to that. It's really um, a lot more simple than you see a lot of times. He doesn't do a lot of shading and, and things uh, that doesn't right. put a lot of blacks in his characters. Uh, I mean, like black, like shadows right, on yes. his characters. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just a really cool style that I dug, and um, the coloring I thought was really interesting too. It wasn't over the top, especially coming from Image, a superhero book where the, everything yeah. was so extra before, and then this was right. like so simple. Right. Mm -hmm. So definitely, and I the thing is like this. Um, also, the very you know the very beginning before Otley takes over, um, Walker's artwork is uh, to me it seems a little more indie, kind of like it started like at a ground level, and they've kind of like move up through um, through the artwork um, to become a little bit more like cartoony or polished. If that makes sense, I don't know if I'm using the right words. I mean, cartoony is probably not the right word because. Um because it gets super violent with people's brains getting blown up, <laughs> right? Yeah, and organs hanging out and stuff. But, mm -hmm. but uh, it gets more detailed. I would say with Ryan Otley, um, it's it's really simple. Um, but I do see what you mean. But the thing is, is this was an indie book, right? Like, right. It was ground level. He was working. I forgot what he was working. I listened to the interview, but it was like some like like really crappy like fast food place or something right yeah it, it wasn't that but it was like a, <laughs> like just a crappy job and he was putting out battle pope first and and a couple others and then yeah he hit it big with with, with this one yeah and that's the thing too to remember like the way we know robert kirkman now was not you know before walking dead before this you know he he was he was just like starting out trying right. to get noticed and so being able to create something like this and then it takes off and then you know um and then walking craig dead, walking to yeah, yeah dude, they like, were the right. two biggest books at, at image for like for years. a long yeah. time yeah and he really helped revive image which is pretty awesome too, oh yeah because oh, yeah. like you know everybody goes there now where I remember when I first got back into comics looking at Image, because I used to love Image, and then I'd go into looking at Image Comics at the comic store, and I was like, I didn't recognize any of the names, <laughs> any of the characters. That yeah. like, and they were just all, like, so, so indie. Um, but, yeah, then now, like, you know, all the big guys from Marvel and DC go right there and stuff. So Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, so we're going to review um, a little bit more in detail the first four issues of this book. Um, which is the first trade for, yes. named um, named Family Matters. So all of his trades are named after um, 80s uh, sitcoms. Oh, nice. So this one's Family Matters. He's got like Eight is Enough. I think he's got Silver Spoons. Screw wow. Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> um, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, uh, one funny thing in this, at the beginning of this trade, it has an introduction by Kurt Busiek. Okay. And all nice. it is is him uh, introducing Robert Kirkman. Like, he doesn't even talk about the book. He talks <laughs> for three pages straight about Robert Kirkman huh. and how much he loves Robert Kirkman. So That's fun. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Um, Mine has an intro by... 
BMB. Right. I didn't bother reading that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, pass on that. So, um, so basically, uh, the the first issue um, image, like the first p- image. <laughs> uh, what is it called? <laughs> it's on the cover of the book. What is it called? <laughs> The, the the cover. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, there we go. go. I knew it. it was around there somewhere. Um, it's just a simple idea to give you a taste of like kind of what Invincible is going to be. Um, there's a big hulking character, um, Shadow, against the backdrop, and then uh, he's ready to start punching. Looks like he just got thrown into a wall. It's really simple. There's like very like five colors on it, and uh, there's hardly anything in the background. It's just a wall. But that's what's interesting is in the bonus of this, like the very first, the cover was a lot more detailed. That this was supposed to be the original cover. Oh for yeah, number one. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, actually, first of all, it was this one, and Val Staples miscolored it and colored him white uh, oh, instead. Oh, interesting. And then uh, I think it was he said in here Jim Valentino, who he's the one that brought Robert Kirkman on Image. Dude, and Shadowhawk is in the book too. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. But uh, anyway, he was saying how this was like way too blue. So he ended up getting Tony Moore to recolor Val Staples stuff. So Tony Hmm. Moore came and changed this to yellow and Uh then changed the background to like different colors. And then, uh, then after all that, they still didn't like it, so Corey Walker recolored it, um, (laughs) and then they just ended up going with that, that which it was actually a promo promotional piece. Right here, this is what it originally looked like, and it had oh, panels behind okay. it of his, his family. Yeah. yeah, and then, but one of the panels was a uh, cracked wall, and basically what they did is they just expanded that. So, <laughs> Very interesting. Which is crazy because usually you think it would go the other way, like somebody starts with something simple, right? And they're like, oh, okay, this is gonna be the cover. Let's hmm. punch it up, but they way punch this down. Yeah, uh, for yeah. the cover. But I think it was a good choice. And Kurt Busiek in the uh, intro. He says he specifically didn't pick it up when it came out because he thought the cover was so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. It's That's very awesome. minimalistic. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, but in a way, it's like a good representation of the artwork that you're going to find inside. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm not that, and minimalistic is not a bad thing. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's definitely more, there's more uh, details and, and whatnot, more. Uh, background stuff and and what have you but mm-hmm. in inside but nevertheless he does kind of have a very clean kind of simple yeah style of, it, uh, mm, of art definitely um i don't know if you caught this but principal winslow is like you know from uh oh, yeah. family matters right yeah <laughs> it's the same dude that's oh, the actor I, in family I did not catch that okay no. so uh, Principal Winslow. There's a lot of like different uh, references to different things in here. Um, I, I think a lot more early on than later on um, stuff that we're not going to review. But uh, in this, uh, there's a lot of different like hidden uh, imagery. There's like different throwbacks. Like like uh, Spencer was saying how the first uh, trade you know is called Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 80s. Uh, you know, sitcom things. So there's just a lot of fun little things. Um, there's throughout a. The book. Uh... They're in a mall at one point, and they're in front of a fashion the the fashionable mail, which is uh, the store that Ben Affleck works at in Mallrats. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like stuff like that, like just really like stuff that's like you know the comic book, the comic book store that he goes to. I don't remember if that's it's probably not in the first four issues. I don't think it's so. called Night Flight Comics. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. It's yeah, so that so would have been probably in the probably odd, when, in the when issues. issues. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So we have a story. It's gonna be hard for me to keep that story. comic Sorry. store that's in it. Salt Lake called Night Flight Comics, and so and Ryan Otley is from Utah, and uh, so he threw. 
and he actually did as well. He threw a lot of stuff in there, like a lot of like um, hidden like little gems. Yes, mm-hmm. he, he still does that. Actually, he's yeah, it's it's fun. Ryan Otley was like yeah, he was a perfect one to take this over from Corey Walker to and elevate it. I think um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was if Corey Walker stayed on it. I don't know if it would have gotten as big as it did. Um, and certainly, like Ryan, this helped Ryan Otley take off like crazy, and now oh, you know, yeah. he can basically do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He's he, you know, like he did Spider-Man for a long time, and then yeah, this is the first time I ever heard of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Otley. Yeah. yeah. This is his first thing. Yeah. Oh, like very first thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very um, damn. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. Robert Kirkman found him off of a message board. So like Holy there was crap. this message board where like comic artists and writers would just um, go to try to collaborate and just basically it was like free work. And so, yeah, uh, it was called a something pencil. I forgot what it was called. But, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. So hmm. he just found him on there and was like, hey, I need Holy a new smokes, artist. Yeah. Dude. And so, yeah, wow. and so Ryan Ollie, this was his first thing. And, and, yep. and he stayed with it for, like, 15 years or something. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, forever he, he probably got offers to do stuff and didn't. Oh, I'm sure. I remember there was one short story of like i think it's superman batman that he did Ooh, in the early 2000s i would like to see and that. it was just like a maybe a six or seven page story mm-hmm. uh that he did but then other than that he didn't do anything hmm. for ever until he basically left this and yeah and it's funny because uh invincible you can't you can't go buy any new issues of invincible because it's done now yeah now that the uh <laughs> <laughs> his mm-hmm. marketing's kind of funny that way the Robert Kirkman because he did the same thing with Walking Dead yeah. I think the comic yeah. went like a year into the Walking Dead mm-hmm. TV show before it got cancelled <laughs> yep but he's like dude I don't need comic book money anymore right. he's like comic book money is for poor people <laughs> yeah so now it's like let's sell, let's sell the properties to well I can't say networks anymore streaming services I don't know what the proper term would be anymore. You, you, yeah, um, content maybe, providers. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, so uh, as we move forward through it, so like there's stuff that happens at his school. He gets picked on. He like fights back, and then he discovers he has powers. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my f- oh sorry, sorry. I was right. gonna say what's yeah. really cool uh-huh. is like basically from the opening page, mm-hmm. he has his powers. There's none. Yes. There isn't that much of like him getting like shoved against the lockers and stuff because we've seen all that before right so right. there's much see... more in the in the tv series actually yeah uh, you don't yeah. see a lot of that yeah. and I th- that's what i thought was cool is because like robert kirkman came at this knowing that everybody's read those comic books before and so he doesn't need to like build this up spider-man built that up for him right he right. doesn't need to build that up so basically he's got his he's starting to get his powers from page one which is pretty cool yeah it and and so when he um well, yeah, he's trying to establish a name for himself, right? Like, uh, because he's like the new kid in town, like as far as like superheroes mm-hmm. are concerned, right. right? So they he goes. Uh, there's these characters named the Mauler twins. They're kind of like these big brutes, but happen to be like really smart, right? So um, they're robbing a. I can't remember what they're robbing, like a. Uh, like a Best Buy kind of yeah, it was kind like, of or a, Toys R Us or something. Oh yes, Toys R it's Toys R Us. Yeah. A Toys well, Me or something. Yeah, yes, yeah. Like, but basically, they're robbing a Toys R Us. Right. Do you know and, that they have Toys R Us in other countries? Like Canada has do they Toys really? R Us still. They yeah, they're they're. Uh, I think even in the states now too. They've, I don't think they're here. Yeah, they've uh, they've come back. I don't think they have, dude, in the states. Maybe they're coming back. I think they are. I googled it just back. this week because I was trying to find out about that. Yeah, and, yeah, and they're so. they're still around. But they're bought by. It's not the same company though. 
It, oh. They got bought out. And so, yeah, people are basically just using that name. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be cool to get another dedicated toy store. Oh, I store know, man. That would be so awesome. So yeah. sick of Walmart and Target. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I go into more Walmarts and Targets than anybody. Hey, we can talk about that next issue. I can talk about Walmart (laughs) anytime I want. Spencer, (laughs) stick to the plan. (laughs) It's not a spoiler. People know Walmarts exist. Okay, (laughs) sorry guys. Toys R Us is gone. Walmart is what we got. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So, Kelly, you love Invincible. You're the biggest Invincible fan. What is it? Yes. Yeah. Got, do you have every? I have. Every, you have the whole series in, yeah, in, in hardcover. Ultimate, yeah. Oh, see, cool. that's that's what I want to get down to because okay. the first four issues, mm-hmm. we've already covered what happens. Right. I want to get down to feelings and opinions on this. On okay, so go for it. There is going to be some spoiling. Uh, maybe I'll talk a little bit about some of that stuff, but there's. I'm so, going to talk a lot about it. So okay, yeah, spoilers. So in. Uh, <laughs> so um, as. As he goes to fight the uh, Mahler twins, that's so much noise. <laughs> I was just setting up action figures. That's all they need to know. Rusty trombone over here. <laughs> I don't know. Stone can't really get rusty, though, can it? Mossy, I suppose. The mossy, the mo- the mossy trombone. <laughs> the Royal McGraw. Uh, the Royal, Royal McGraw. <laughs> you guys don't know about that one. Only we do. Yep. Exactly. Man, I gotta look him up. See what he's up to. Mm-hmm. He's probably starting in more REM videos. <laughs> remember? Oh my gosh! You remember that? Story? He was one of my my favorite interviews. Oh yeah. Anyway, he oh, was great. He was cool. He's yeah. a writer. You should check him out. He did great Batman guy. Confidential in yeah. the mid to late two thousand, mm-hmm. the aughts or whatever they the call aughts. It. Yeah. Um, but wonderful, yeah, wonderful guy. Yeah, he's a good guy, and uh, we told him that we said his name was a sex move, and he mm-hmm. was fine with it. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, he thought it was cool. I have yet to find out what move that is. I'm still, oh, I'm sure you've still done doing it too. Research, poor, so. poor wife. I'm sure I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so as Invincible goes on, uh, you find a, come across characters like a Teen Titans team called the Teen Team. Yeah, Teen Team. That teen is Team. Yeah, called. that's what mm-hmm. I thought it was. I and they got a remember. character named Robot yeah. on the Teen Team. And he's a yeah. robot. And I, I do like that he went so generic with that stuff. Is like because yeah. that's the thing is you do know this stuff. You don't. I mean, he's Doom Patrol robot. Exactly. Man, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. You know who it is already. So. So, Callie, mm-hmm. when did you get into Invincible? Okay, so I got into... How so far was it along when it you was, kind of... Pretty it sure was, I got him into Invincible. Oh, right. It was right, actually, Spence, so... It, actually, it's before I met Spencer. No way. It was, it, was, it was probably right out of its first year of being published is when I got into it. Okay. So, so pretty, I had... Pretty close to... Like, I had just... Ground zero. So, they... It, I think it premiered in 2003... Um, that's the year I met you. Don't ask me how I know that, but it is. Well, because wow, the, because the reason yeah. the reason why is because Ashley and I met each other and got married in 2004. So I met you in 03 mm-hmm. because and we, so I introduced you to Invincible because <laughs> you said it yourself it came out in 03. It did, yes. Oh, it was just the day before. That <laughs> well, it's it's kind of I'm weird. like, have you checked out Invincible? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, dude. I no. still remember the exact He's first day I met you, by the way. It was great. the back of his hand. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's check out. No, actually, Kelly, that first day, taught me, told me about comic book podcasts. I didn't know that they existed. And he said, you should check out Fanboy Radio. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Kelly. Sober Flub. Sober Flub. Dude, still, when I see the word, um, or when I hear the word... Oh, it's uh, yeah. When they when you buy to resell, and that's like, what's that called? No, but no. it's funny that you thought that you could read my mind, and it was so off. <laughs> oh, You're thinking okay. about speculating. Yeah. No, mine. It was like a. They used to have this sponsor that was some weird anime, and it had the weirdest name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always hear this name. Like it, uh, not always, but whenever I do hear the name, because it's not even. Some people use this word outside of this anime. Anachronism. Anachronistic. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, I think the way they, the, the, um, it was anachronism. Something in anachronism is the way that they said that in the anime. So, huh. whenever I hear that word, I'm like, oh, fanboy radio. Yeah. It's oh, such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so I get, I get back home from. My life has went downhill ever since then, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Since 2003 when I met yeah. you. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't I'm just used like, to drink back then, dude. So <laughs> I, I have to drink now to deal with you. It is yep. because of Kelly, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it all is coming together. It all, yep, it's all mushing into one. Um, so I get back home from a long extended uh, leave from my hometown. Um, and uh, my buddy uh, was like, hey, you got to you got to check out this book. Cause I was like looking through his comics, kind of like catching up on stuff that I had missed. Cause I, I initially right out of high school, I started reading, um, uh, Spider-Man by Ryan Michael Bendis. What's that called? Ultimate Spider-Man. So, um, anyway, I leave, come back. Um, and, uh, he's like, Hey, you should check this out. And I, I really like the colors and stuff. So like, I, I was into it like from like the very end of like the first year it was released. Oh, here we go. Oh, Okay, everybody listen. It'll pick it up anyway. Oh, that's crisp. Um, And so I just, I I think from the beginning, I've kind of had this like fascination with the character. And then, you know, like, like, uh, what's that movie? Sky High by Disney. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's great, yeah. Um, Kurt Russell's first superhero uh, movie. Dude, that was, it it was so. Kelly Preston. Yeah. And uh, others. If you guys have not seen Sky High, <laughs> please go view Sky High. It's a it's a great Preston treat Sky to behold. Man. Sky High was really fun. I I yeah. had never seen it until about a year, six months ago, or yeah. something. Um, Dude, that was a period, it was a great show. A period of time where they was like they didn't want to go full in on the comic book movie yet. Right. They were kind of making fun of it. It was like, right. the oh, thing was like sure, yeah. everybody likes it, but there's like, yeah, they're stupid. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. But really everybody likes it. It's a guilty pleasure. Cause like at that same time, Hancock came out the same time. My super ex girlfriend came out. Oh uh, yeah. One thing yep. Yeah. Like those were the kind of movies that came out at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just making fun of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I don't mean to keep repeating everything before, you're saying. It was before Feige was like, dude, it's right. okay. To you like couldn't quite, stuff, you couldn't yeah. admit it that it was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I just like followed it along. I mean, here and there, um, I wasn't super consistent, um, with reading it, but like every time a trade would, every time when the ultimate collections would come out, I would either buy it myself, um, with tax money or my wife would get me one for Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like this annual thing that like, she's like, Oh, you're new invincible for Christmas, you know? So that's fun. I got it all the way up to like ish, like a volume nine. And then, um, I kind of just stopped reading it cause I got to this point where, I was just like, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I was just like done with it. Like, um, Adam Eve, um, she got pregnant and, 
Anyway, oh, there my. there was a bunch of stuff. Anyway, so um, I was just like, this like is like out of marriage. Is that what was your biggest problem? Gross. No, no, she, oh, no, she. Disgusting. No, it wasn't even like the moral thing of like the abortion. It was just like I was just like she got an abortion too. Oh, I told you to be spoilers. Yeah, but I didn't know this. I would have plugged my ears during this. Oh, part. sorry. Who knocked her up? Mark did. did. Didn't fail. Oh, uh, yeah, God. that's what I'm saying. Okay, so, like, and the thing is, like, it wasn't like I was, I'm not, we I wasn't. Thought Omni Man was a bad guy. It's really <laughs> invincible. Well, I wasn't morally opposed <laughs> to the whole abortion topic. I was just like, why, why are you, why are we going in this direction when we know they're going to end up together anyway, period, right? Like, no matter what, they're going to end up together. Like, it she just. didn't have her period. That was the problem. <laughs> yes, that is the problem. <laughs> yeah. And then, um,. And then the Amazon uh, cartoon came out, and I was like, oh, man, i got to get back on board with it. So then I bought a few of the volumes um, because I came into some money um, to be able to do that. And Which has something to do with the fact that we couldn't record for six months. But anyway. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> true. That is absolutely true. Oh, details. my gosh, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to... That like, came pretty close. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Invincible, um, yeah, I've just really liked it the whole time. I mean, they do okay. the gimmicky thing where it's like the image war, it's all in one issue, and the whole image universe fights each other. Uh, Invincible tra- changed his costume like three or four times. I hated his blue costume, dude. You did? Yo, I hated yeah. it so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, why did they do this, man? Because it was like a weird reboot thing when it came Yeah, out, and that's right? what they're trying to do. Like, if you look yeah. at this one on the up there, it says like 50, oh, yeah, that is it's it. 51st it's issue. Funny. I right? love how he did that. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 50. <laughs> first issue yeah, exactly. and the one is really huge yeah, yeah. and so that's the thing is like it's just fun because it's so gimmicky it's like well was st- it issue 50 where they did the walking dead uh no it was 75 so he did this yes. whole thing mm-hmm. saying like uh, uh like in one of the early letters columns of invincible he says if we make it to issue 75 I'm gonna have it be like full like zombie war or something wow. like that like he said because huh. he never thought it would make it that right. far and then like yeah. he had to and uh Oh, no, sorry, I'm mixing it up. No, it's Walking Dead 75. Yes, so Walking Dead 75, yeah, And he says, exactly. yes, they're going to turn into superheroes. That's where I got it mixed up. So and, so actually, Ryan Otley did that yes. issue uh-huh. of Walking Dead and oh, made shit. them all into superheroes, yeah. And Rick had, like, this, like... How was uh, it explained? Was it, like, a fever dream or something? He just explains it in the back, in the letters columns. Oh <laughs> He's like, gosh. this is why we did this, yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. I, I had no idea. Yeah. But I do like that about what it's what you're saying. It's like, yeah, I mean, he has so much fun with it that like that's what made it fun to to read, right? right so exactly. Yeah, and like the characters, like so. There's this character named Duplicate, and she can make multiples of herself. And her Great her name. brother's name is Multipol. So like mul- <laughs> like multiples. Taken you know? from Duo Damsel and Triplicate Girl. Exactly dude. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all these characters that like you would see in other universes. Like there's a guy in here. I didn't know this. Okay, but um, uh. Damon Darkblood. Um, a lot of people it's think it's Rorschach and yes. Hell, Hellboy. Puts yes, exactly. Together. And everybody, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, it's you know, like everybody's like, oh, it's a Hellboy character. It's a Hellboy character, which he is a Hellboy character. He's very looks just like him, and he's like well, Damon. That tiny stuff. little bit of his face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then the rest of him, he's like a, a Rorschach type. Like, well, when question, he's when he's right? first introduced, you literally mm-hmm. just see the fedora in the back of his head, and he's saying, and "All this is after yeah. the first mm-hmm. trade." Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, sorry. Just know that it's coming. This this very 
There's some really great coloring too, like um, throughout the book. There's Crabtree dude. He yeah. does a freaking really good job. He does a great I, job. I love his coloring, dude. The the colors he chooses, the palettes are nice. And what I love about this coloring um, and like the shading is it's all hard edge. There's no gradients. There's no like fades at all. Yeah. It's just all hard edge shading, and I love that. That's that's actually what. When I first um, got interested in this book, I was just like, I love, I love how they did that. So mm. like, I remember kind of being obsessed with it and drawing Invincible and like coloring it, and I was just so stoked on just doing those really hard edges. Like you can tell when he colored this, he did it in Photoshop with the lasso tool, which is just like you just literally define the area that you want to be colored, and then you do it in straight lines, and then you just you just hit the mm. paint bucket and fill it. And so yeah, I love that. Yeah, um, but yeah, what we were saying earlier is on the original cover, Val Staples, who's a great colorist, he's also a He-Man aficionado, Ooh, and man. Uh, good man. And that actually, that's why he didn't have time to recolor the comic book because he was working on a He-Man comic book at the time. Oh, but, so he didn't have time to recolor the cover. But yeah, it's all done in like full-on gradient, like like you know, like you'd see on any other comic book, yeah. and it just doesn't fit the art nearly as well as as this does. Yeah, it's. I think uh, Crabtree did a really good job. So in this um, first trade, just to sum it up real quick, as you don't know that, he, so spoiler, his dad turns to a bad guy. Um, right. His dad's a bad guy through most of the entire like book, but like you you find out about it shortly after this, basically. I think in issue seven, I think was at the end. Okay. I believe. So, but up until now, you know, he's just like so stoked, and he gets to do a team up with his dad. He right. calls it a team up, and mm-hmm. so he's all stoked. There's an invi- speaking of team up. There's an invincible Spider-Man team up book. Do you have that one? Oh, I do. Fun. Yeah. Yes, it's on. Is it in it's on my trades? shelf. Uh, no, it's oh, okay. it's on its own. So they have this uh, Marvel team up series. Um, it's at the, I think it's at the very back end, by next to Science Dog. Do you see it? It's like all that's there. Yeah. So there was a Marvel team up. He could still look while, while we talk. Yes, okay. definitely. So there's a Marvel team up series, which mm-hmm. happened obviously like in the 70s and 80s. But then they redid it, um, and Robert Kirkman actually wrote for he worked for Marvel mm-hmm. after this, right? So right. he did the Marvel Zombies, uh, he did the yeah. Marvel Team Up book, and I think, oh, he did uh, uh, the Punisher. It's like a Punisher clone. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? It'll come to me. But anyway, so he did a few books, and then he just decided at one point he released a manifesto about indie comics. Yeah, and right. Was like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave all the big companies and only work for myself and yeah, it's worked out pretty well for him but what was cool is he was able to bring uh invincible into one of those it's marvel, marvel team books. books yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and cool. it's it's cool yeah that happens later on there's a uh angstrom levy is a character that can like open portals he's like this really brilliant guy um and and invincible the guy with the swollen head yes the okay. guy with swollen head yeah. yep like the leader, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he gets thrown uh, into the Marvel Universe, and they team up against uh, oh, Rhino, yeah, baby. So. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, t- yeah, Invincible and Spider-Man. It's a pretty fun read. It's it's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, in this in this one, uh, there's not. It's basically all set up, right? Because yeah. this is during the time where writing for like the trade became a thing, and so. This is basically writing for the bigger story, oh so you don't gosh. get any. Uh, you don't. Sorry, we had a little distraction there. Yes. But yeah, so you don't get like a full story, but you get a good setup. It's like the first season of a TV show, basically, right? Like, uh, like a long form TV show. Um, um, yeah, almost like the pilot, right? Like it's yeah. piloting the. Well, that's that. That's exactly what I want to talk about. Okay. So, but for but 
before I go, I would like to hear, how did you come into Invincible Spence? Uh, apparently, Callie told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Callie hipped it to it. No, I mean, I just uh, I just was getting back into comics and went to okay. the comic store. And I think Wizard Magazine was actually still going at the time. Oh, and yeah, I, probably. Like, that helped me get back into it. Callie, oh control gosh. your freaking dogs. Hold on just a moment. Stupid fucking... No, I mean, me and Rank can still talk. Okay, okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that important to the show? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think I just went into the comic shop, and then I was picking up Wizard Magazines and... That's okay. how I got into the goon, I know, because they would talk a lot well, about that. And all right. They talked about Invincible. And then I think from, I think I got into Invincible first and then into The Walking Dead. And The Walking Dead, I, I eventually fell off of Invincible. The Walking Dead I stuck with for a long time. Dang. Yeah. Okay. How'd all you right. get into Invincible? Uh, Amazon. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon no, says yeah, you that's, might also like this. That's the thing is, um, yeah, I, I saw the cartoon and I still haven't even finished the first season. I've only seen like four or five episodes first before I have ever read any of this. Okay. So you never read Invincible? No. Before this? Really? Never. How did you avoid it, dude? Like it was huge in the... <laughs> it was, like, it was uh, huge. Right it was just it, it was just because like... I'm into like Swamp Thing and Conia. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I like Sandman. I only read Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> Never read one Sandman comic. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, I think it was just one of those things where it's, it's like, this is this is awesome. Get these trades, but I just never got around to it because yeah. I was buying. Mm -hmm. So did you already say what you thought of it? Like, what do, what is no. your true thoughts? I want to okay, know. Okay, so you... so I was introduced. In, in the Amazon, at the end of the first episode, mm -hmm. um, is when his dad reveals that he's the bad guy. That's when he kills the Guardians of the Globe or whatever. Yeah, Guardians of the Globe. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. And up, into that, up to that point, mm -hmm. when his dad turned, up to that point, I was bored shitless. Dude, okay. it I was, was like that first episode was pretty boring, dude. But see, I'll be honest with you. And if we're officially reviewing the first four issues of this ep of this book, mm -hmm. same opinion. Oh, really? I thought it was yeah. boring oh, as really? shit. Interesting. I okay. thought the episode I knew, was way more boring. I knew this. what was coming. I would agree so, with I, so I so I so I kept reading. Mm -hmm. But like I've, if I was buying this monthly at the time, there's no way I would have gotten past like issue three. Really? Yeah. I was like, this okay. is the most boring, boring Dude, to generic me, that's shit. where it picks up. Issue three is where it picks up to me. I like, was, uh, yeah, the first two were boring. Nothing. But then it's like, okay, well, you got him, like, dealing with stuff that I've never seen somebody deal with. Like, like the fact that, like, why is his dad beating the crap out of this alien race, right? Like, you see something is coming, and you're like... Like it seems like his dad's using a little bit excessive force, but then, um, but then I also liked that uh, one thing that was weird actually. Yeah. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, and maybe they address this later, but Omni Man was the first superhero that came there, basically, right? Like they make it seem because they say, "Oh, I came from this planet." Yeah. Cause and I came down, and I was going to be the protector of this. Planet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they show him flying in the air when everybody's walking around, so they make it seem like he's like the first one. But then, like, these, this Later other on, team... they show that he wasn't, yeah. Okay. So this other team runs into Mark Grayson. They don't... I mean, how come he never brings up the That's fact that, like... Mike Mignola shit I've ever seen in my life right there. It, that, that I mean, the, you, the, they can't see that. Oh, yeah. So, guys... <laughs> so, anyway, what I was saying is, how come he didn't talk to this other team about his dad being Omni-Man? Like, he's presumably famous. Right. So yeah. Why, well, he like, is the, famous, because he... Like, yeah, they remember. show him on the news. So, yeah, like, exactly. Why the first yeah. night didn't he be like, 
Oh, dude, my dad's on you, man. Yeah. Because then, like, that's what I would have done. I mean, if He's I He's probably had... just trying to make it on his own merits and doesn't want to, you know. He I doesn't want to be like an Omni-Man Jr. No, or you're something. talking right. about Joe Hill right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have been like Omni-Boy. Why didn't his name yeah, Omni-Boy? Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, his brother's name is Omni-Boy oh, later. Is it yeah, really? oh, it's Omni-Boy, cool. yeah. He has a brother? Yeah, it's flying next to him in that issue up there. So, so actually, and that brings up another point, too, is that, like, a lot of stuff was explained in here. As I'm reading it, I'm like, I think a lot of other stories would just skip past little tiny parts, but, like, they do seem to cover stuff eventually. So I assume that anything would be covered later, but, yeah, in, in the four issues that I just read. And like I said, I did read this back in the day, but I'd forgotten so much, so much of it. So, mm-hmm. but- in fact, I've forgotten almost all of it. Yeah, I mean, I I actually really do like it because of that twist. Uh-huh. It's more of a commentary on just myself and my own reading habits. And that if I was buying the monthlies of this, mm-hmm. even if I would have bought the first trade, I would have been like, meh, it's fine. Yeah. And I would have never bought any more. Right. And then I never would have, you know, kind of learned, experienced this fun little twist. So what do you think about the twist at the end of the village or... Um or Sixth Sense. Did you like those? It's a twist. I did like those twists. Okay. Um, especially the Sixth Sense. Or Unbreakable. Unbreakable was fun. Or Split. Or, or no, Mr. Glass. Did, did not enjoy Glass. those. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of, I'm. it's very rewarding for the people that stuck with it. But, mm-hmm. like, man, I bet, I bet there's at least got to be some other people like me out there that probably would have bailed like what are you guys talking about invisible's not good yeah you know and just like mm-hmm. they don't get the hype or whatever right. but i i would have been one, i would have bailed i would have bailed so do you think that the the amazon show helped slingshot you into me giving personally. this a chance yes yeah. absolutely yeah yeah because uh, i had zero interest i was like this is i remember you like generic being bullshit like, yeah and then the last 30 seconds or whatever of that episode happened three minutes or whatever and i was like wow and it really threw me for a loop and i was uh-huh. like and it got me interested now it was weird because uh and it didn't work so well in the amazon series because then he's like trying to train his son and trying to be this super nice guy all the time while you know he's a bad guy. Right. Like, well, why is he... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it doesn't... Right. It made more sense in the comics. I just wouldn't have had yeah. patience for it. Well, and that's the thing. In, in that the point. books, we don't know that it's him. Like, it's a mystery who it is for, like, the first little while. Um, you don't actually know who kills him until later. Um, and so I think that's the thing is, like... No, it shows him kill him. I don't think it shows Omni Man killing yeah, him. Yeah, it does. What? It I does, thought that dude. was like part of the like twist, dude. I thought that was like what it was like. Whoa! What just no, happened? No, it straight up shows him. Kill okay. him. Okay. Well, I'll believe you. But yeah. anyway, Callie, I didn't. No, you're getting to it. This. You're huh? getting I mean, to it. But let's talk it. about something else while he gets to it. So, See, oh yeah, right at the there. very end. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. So it shows him right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, we need to do a video podcast. Yeah, we should. This is at the end of issue. Very last page. Uh, issue uh, of issue seven. Seven. Yep. Uh, so overall, I mean, did you enjoy the you enjoyed the read? If we were if we were officially reviewing uh-huh. issues one, two, three, and four, you then, didn't, then didn't no. Know. Okay. Nope. Right. 
You're wrong, dude. I know. But you like it. I'm telling I know. you. I'm sorry. Are you serious? Even oh, no. That? I liked, I liked okay. looking at Adam Eve <laughs> yes. very much. Yeah, Adam Eve is beautiful. Uh, Corey yes. Walker draws some pretty women. Like, yeah, even does. in, like, the high school, like, it's like, what? Well, I mean, right. it, they're not real high school girls because they're drawings. So I can Correct. say that. Right, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he draws some pretty women. Mm. Is all I'm saying. You know, when I was in high school, I, this old man was talking to me, and he's like, you know what the... The one thing that I like about high school oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, I keep getting I older, like, and they keep staying yeah, the same age. Yeah. You know what? That's a, from a movie, right? No, I didn't know that at the time. Oh, my gosh. Is that from a movie? Mm-hmm. That's, I have no idea. Everybody's listening knows that. Good thing we're not doing a uh, Days and Confused podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw it once. It's fine. Uh, Richard Linklater, <laughs> maybe you've heard of him. He's a celebrated director. Yeah, he's fine. How <laughs> <laughs> of here, dude. <sighs> so, um, yeah, overall, I mean, for, for me, I mean, it's no secret to you guys. I mean, and I don't think, I mean, to, yeah, it's Invincible. I, I still love it. I think it's a great series overall. And it was drawn in the time of Lowrider Jeans. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. What, yeah. a time, what a time to be alive. Because the high schoolers are wearing hot Lowrider jeans. That's right. I know, dude. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with people yeah. with styles nowadays, man. I was telling my daughter, I'm like, this, the style is cool now. Like, a lot of times styles repeat. I understand that. Right. But the style is cool now was what the losers wore yeah, in, yeah. in, like, yeah. the 90s. Uh-huh. So, yeah. like, uh-huh. it was never cool. It was what the, like, the biggest dorks wore. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for Jinko jeans to come back. Oh, God. I'd be I can't wait. That, According to the Hot Topic that I walked into a couple of days ago, uh, they're still back. <laughs> they're they're they fully left. stocked. Yeah, they never left. A dude was actually buying some when I was there. Dude, I need to get some Jinko jeans. With, walked like, in with the kids. They, want, they saw a Loki out there, and they wanted to go in and check <laughs> yeah. it out. This dude is straight up buying some Jenko jeans. There was all these hooks, and uh, yeah, all Holes. sorts of stuff. Dude, Hot Topic yeah. also has Unreal. wrestling t-shirts, so yeah. I like. Them I didn't, I didn't see any, but I think it's because I didn't clearance too them all hard. out, when, oh, okay. <laughs> and I bought them all. That's nice. Um, but uh, one thing I liked about this issue um, uh-huh. was the bad guy. I thought it was cool that it was a professor, like the one of the teachers. Like, like it was like the yeah. first teacher, right? That was fun. So he would know how to make bombs, which is pretty cool. And I don't, I don't like how they all of a sudden wrapped it up. It's like they didn't know forever, and then all of a sudden the robot dude comes. He's like, I put it all together, and my calculations say that <laughs> right. it's this guy, and it ended yeah. up being that guy. Yeah. I thought that was a little too easy, but I did like that it was that guy, and he was killing the bullies in the school because they're the ones that made his son kill right. himself. So it, it took like a really like dark, sad turn there. But I, I liked that it, it put that element into it. It was uh, Doc si- not Doc Seismic, was it? I Doc Samson. Doc Samson. Doc. It was uh, not Doc Seismic, Samson, or Strange. <laughs> it was, uh, he was just a, just a generic a teacher. Yeah. Dr. Generic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Dr. Generic. <laughs> uh, uh, seismic is later. Yeah, Seismic is later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically, you guys have reviewed everything that comes after this. <laughs> That's when it gets good. Sorry, it's so, the whole I, the, the whole series. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to like first trade put it in oof. a little bubble. But the first, I mean, the first four are great. I mean, I it honestly it, it made me fall in love with the characters hmm. from the beginning. Um, I and there's other characters that I recognize. Uh, for instance, like. Uh, and it, I think they came up with Science Dog later. I don't think it was before Mm-mm, Invincible. It was, before. was it? Okay. Yeah. He's there's posters of him. Well, there's one. Yeah, there's one right here. Yeah. Um, but they. But they. I think uh, they in the intro, really... Kurt Busiek says that he'd heard of Science uh, Dog. Yeah, Science Dog before. And Corey Walker helped create Science Dog too. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, the thing is, like, um, 
Science Dog, there's a there's a series I have called Capes, and um, there's these characters um, in that that are also represented in this. And so, yes. Um, so you get to see, like, a lot of... Um, I mean, if you know... I guess if you follow Robert Kirkman's stuff, I, I don't know. Like, to me, it just... Oh, no, like Science I, Dog, I think, did come out after... After Invincible? Yeah, okay. so it says that... Um, with Corey Walker, the Capes one came out first. Okay, before this. Yeah. that's oh. what. Yeah, so I have uh, Capes, yeah. and so it's like, um, like a kind of a. There's like a Thor, a Captain America, like a punch. I don't know, like a gorilla boy man. Anyway, <laughs> there's it, it, just fun characters. They make fun of superheroes, but at the same time, they respect it. And um, no, I lied. It came out after. <laughs> I can't read. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so, so Brick came out after. Capes okay. came out after, and Robert uh, Kirkman did Masters of the Universe after this. Uh, um, okay. But uh, they did su- with they did Super Patriot before this. Um, Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker did a Super Patriot, which is an Eric Larson. I say, it's oh, Eric yeah, Larson, I was right? say. But yeah, but they did a Super Patriot series before oh, they hmm. do this. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Super Patriot does show up uh, does. in this, yeah, yes. like uh, at some point later. But anyway, um, and Shadowhawk, some... Kelly. I know. Yeah, they're at a funeral, right? Oh, that's later on, though. They're that's at the Guardians. Yeah. Shadowhawk's there. It's a funeral, right? <laughs> he <laughs> puts <laughs> the fun in the funeral. <laughs> Oh geez! <laughs> so, th- so those of you um, that are interested, you can find the uh, first eight episodes, which basically cover episodes uh, on Amazon. Yeah. So oh. if you want, if, if if you're more we're like, a comic podcast, I know, I I know, I okay. just I'm, I'm letting them know because I, I think the, the honestly I think that the accessibility to the TV show right now is easier than it would be for the books. Though you can get the compendiums uh, for I think they're like. 30 bucks on Amazon for the first like you know third of the year of the third of the part of the series I'm getting distracted <laughs> um, um, you can yes. also buy the comics yeah I'm more of a comic guy skip the so. first trade S- S- get wow. the first trade <laughs> get the first get the first trade it's a great it's and a great get the second trade skip the third one and then after that just go the even trade sure. and you'll be good it's <laughs> like <laughs> Star Trek movies yeah yep. exactly yes exactly no I'm just kidding I actually fell off I think probably by like issue 25 or something like mm. Uh, this when it first started coming out, but that's what happened to me with Walking Dead. I felt like they were just going through this routine like circle of like storytelling. Well, they did, but I didn't really get to that point until like issue like fifty with Walking Dead. I yeah. stuck with it every okay. month uh, up until like fifty, but then it was it was just like, okay, we're gonna go find another group of people right. and kill then, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I have problems with them, and then go to and find another group, and then that's why I didn't ever watch the show because like I'd already been through that repetition, and then the TV show went. Did the same repetition all over again. Yep, just different characters. Yeah. It's kind of kind of ridiculous. Plus, it was cool to tell my coworkers. I'm like, nah, I like the comic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Invincible, Corey Walker. What's Corey Walker doing these days, man? That's a good question. He's, I, I yeah, I think he's, he's touring with uh, Otley and Kirkman. I I want to say that. Are they doing um, concerts? They're doing, uh, you know, Dang, the, the convention circle. Circuit, convention circuit. Kirkman yeah. looks like a drummer. Yeah. I bet he's the drummer. <laughs> That's Walker true. Or drummer be, or bass player. He looks like a whiny uh, like singer if he was to That's sing. That's really funny you're saying that because Kurt Busiek says in the intro to this that he's actually never met. At the time, he'd never met Robert Kirkman in person. Uh, he says, I picture his voice as being super whiny. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But, yeah, he's definitely... No, I think that Ollie would be the bass player, and 
Or actually, maybe Kirkman would be like a pedal steel player. I can see him being a pedal steel player too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Corey Walker, dude, he's just he's the guy that just uh, comes, sets up the stuff, and then gets yeah, all the tang. He gets off the, the stage. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen a picture of Corey Walker? No, but I can just imagine. Just the back, back, back of that book. Yeah. Yeah, he oh. looks. Uh... Oh, never mind. Never. I take what I said back. <laughs> He looks like he believes belongs in like Lincoln Park or something. Like he just believes like, in Lincoln. <laughs> yep, believes in Lincoln. Yeah, I believe. So, uh, as you should. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our review on Invincible. Hope you enjoy the time. Uh, like Hope I said, you forgive me, forgive everybody. Ryan for what he's done to you. I does the later stuff. Yeah. Yeah, true. It looks like Star Killer, dude. Yeah, yeah, it does look like Star. Yeah, Phantom Star Killer. Okay, so um, everybody, check us out at uh, Cold Storage Podcast on Instagram. Uh, email us at that, the. Are y'all still updating that? Callie uh, did one post this month, dude. There you that go. Was cool. Yeah, and then That's you did one good. last month, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. one month. So dude. we're not like I know Ryan <sighs> is falling behind. Yep, I haven't. Even um so yeah instagram we're on instagram we're also email us if you want us to review something that you love uh. (laughs) (laughs) or just email us in general yeah give us a review on you know what sign up for shit with our email (laughs) address like if you need to put in an email address to sign up for anything (laughs) just use our email address then we'll get some emails I, 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 that's a good idea. Yeah, I feel I like there is that. some listeners out there, and I just want to hear the love. That's <laughs> <You> all. <think? laughs> Kelly, it's only we know, dude. That twenty three dollars we've gotten in hey, four years we've been podcasting just, isn't for nothing. <laughs> True. Yes. Um, if you want to be a Patreon, so sign up. I can, up, I can, I can use up. a couple of dollars. Oh yeah, no, dude. I'm I'm saving up for my for the uh, Shira, dude. Once oh, that's hits, a good idea. Once it hits yeah. twenty nine dollars, I'm uh, buying a Shira with this money. Is she, is she that much money? Yeah, dude. Hey guys, turn turn so tune into our next episode. Next episode will be exciting. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Ryan doesn't even want us to talk about He Man or Walmart. <laughs> we will next, next episode, episode next week. Summer flub. So just chill till the next episode. Peace. Uh, good, good life. life. Yeah. yeah.